Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen announced a gender-neutral children's clothing line. A school in Idaho banned backpacks, and the students have created some innovative workarounds. And our very own Stephen LaConte is back with another helpful edition of DM911. It's October 1st, 2021. Hey, friends. I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LaConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Stephen, I want to talk about Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, I'm always down to talk about the Olsen twins. (laughs) One, because they've been on my mind because they designed their sister Elizabeth Olsen's dress at the Met Gala, which, awesome. They did? I didn't know Yes, yes, they did. Okay, but I love that because it was a little bit of promotion because they just announced that they're launching a gender-neutral children's clothing line. The capsule collection is part of their high-end fashion brand, The Row, which is available now for purchase. You know, the items include lounge pants, crew neck sweaters, belted cardigans and beanies but um steven there is one one problem and i hate that there's a problem because i love that it's gender neutral clothing and that it's becoming normalized and more available for children but <laughs> a, a beanie costs 290 dollars steven what 290 dollars <laughs> okay all right <laughs> If that's the beanie, then I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, you had me like all excited because I do think it's it is so important for there to be like gender neutral children's clothing options. But like if and that's probably the cheapest thing in the store. The right. Beanie. Right. OK, so it's a gender neutral children's clothing line for uh, like Elon Musk and Grimes' baby. Exactly. And, and, and exactly. no one else. And no one else. Just really, really wealthy people. But. I love it. It's a, you know, and often as these things go, it starts in high fashion and then it trickles down. There we go. And next thing you know, Target will be releasing their line. There we go. You know, it really is like important though, because you you know, like 
children's clothes are just are so gendered, you know, like my friend is a mom and like her son loves pink and it's like impossible to buy like clothes that fit him right because like his body, like the girl's eyes are just like different and, you know, and all the clothes that are pink are like specifically made for girls. It's just unfortunate. And I feel like, you know, we want to create a, a, a better, more positive, more like uh, gender inclusive environment for young people. And I feel like clothing is a huge part of that. Uh, it is. And also if he ever wants pink, he's going to have to buy something called salmon because that's for men. Men right. like fishing. Salmon or the other one is Nantucket red, which is oh, pink. Boy. But, but oh boy. Pink for, for frat boys, basically. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Our next story is about a school district in Idaho, which banned all backpacks after a student was found with a gun. But as we all remember, you need books for school and you need to carry your books in something. Well, the students at the high school felt the same way and found some very unusual solutions to the backpack ban. A student from the high school posted a TikTok showing kids carrying around their belongings in a variety of different carriers, including wagons, laundry hampers, shopping carts, water coolers, and even an aquarium and a popcorn machine. I love Gen Z. <laughs> Me too. Steven, do you know what I want to say first? I, I bet I do. You say it, please. I want to say, how about instead of making rules about what kids carry into schools, maybe we make stricter rules about guns. That's exactly what I was going to say, Casey. <laughs> it, it really speaks volumes about this country that we would sooner have a child carry their books in a popcorn machine than just like make it hard for a child to acquire a gun, you know? And I mean, look, this is not like the first we've seen of this. I know, I, I believe uh, at, there was a school that had a shooting and ended up forcing all the kids to get clear backpacks, you know? Uh, and, and it's just, I mean, the world is just adapting in so many ways around these shootings, but the one way that we won't adapt is by like stopping the shootings. And so these videos, it's like funny to see these kids come up with these crazy solutions, but it's also very heartbreaking that this is the world we've, we've put them in. All right, well, moving on, it's time for another installment of DM911. For anyone unfamiliar with the segment, Stephen keeps his DMs wide open for anyone seeking advice because there is no problem he can't help you solve. Today, we're talking about long-distance relationships, processing your grief, and how to ask out your office crush. You ready, Stephen? I am so ready. Let's do this. Okay, so our first advice seeker needs some relationship advice. They write, I've been in a long distance relationship for a few months and last week we finally got to see each other again. But very early on the first day, he told me he only saw me as a friend and we needed to break up. It was very hurtful since we already had many plans, but we managed to still have a good trip. After he got back home, he told me he noticed on the plane that he didn't want to leave me and that he did love me. He also asked me to stay in the relationship. I want to say yes, but is it a good idea since he changes his mind so much? Okay, well, I think there are two ways that you could look at this. On the one hand, I don't think it's some unforgivable sin to have some doubts in a relationship, especially at first. You know, you've only been dating a few months, you live in other countries, and it's possible that he just needed to spend that time face-to-face -face with you to reconnect with why he wants to be in the relationship. Uh, having doubts like that is not ideal. It can be very hurtful to the other person, but it is not inherently wrong or some like 
moral failing on the person's part who's having the doubts. And many couples, if not most couples, probably go through this in some way early on in the dating process, and many will go on to have perfectly happy and healthy relationships once they get their shit together. He wants to be with you now. You say that you want to say yes to him. And if this has been the only hiccup in an otherwise blissful, happy courtship, I certainly don't think you would be wrong to give it another shot. However, I do think there's a chance that if you move forward with this person, you are going to have some significant challenges ahead of you. You know, all relationships should be built on a strong foundation, but long distance relationships need to be built on the strongest of strong foundations. If this guy is someone who really needs face-to-face time with his partner in order to feel connected to them, well, On the one hand, that's understandable, but it also means that he maybe should not be dating someone who lives in another country. Long-distance relationships will challenge and test even the strongest, most solid couples. So you've asked me what to do here, and unfortunately, I really can't tell you that because this is a question of how much risk you are willing to take on for yourself. That would be risk that his doubts are going to come back and risk that you're going to get hurt in the process. Those risks are very real, but if they're worth it to you, go for it. And if they're not worth it, that is a perfectly valid reason to walk away. This is, And this is coming from like past personal experience that I'm sure so many people have gone through. But I think like the number one thing I can say is like, there's no right or wrong answer for you. And that I just like want you to try and just like take a breath and know that like a lot of dating is breaking up. And so that might happen but it might not happen. And if you're able to lower those stakes, I think maybe you'll be able to let yourself breathe a little bit and then see if this is right for you. Yeah. And I love to say a lot of dating can be breaking up and also a lot of dating or all of dating really is, is risk assessment. It is evaluating what's in front of you and the chances that you're going to get hurt versus the chance that you're going to be really happy and fulfilled. And there's always some risk present. So I'm not going to tell you to run away from this because there's some risk, but I do think in this case, there is some real risk that you have to consider. All right. Well, we'll be right back with more DM 911. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Zoe Deschanel and I'm so excited to be joined by my friends and castmates, Hannah Simone and Lamorne Morris, to recap our hit television series, New Girl. 
Join us every Monday on the Welcome to Our Show podcast, where we'll share behind-the-scenes stories of your favorite New Girl episodes, reveal the truth behind the legendary game True American, and discuss how the show got made with the writers, guest stars, and directors who made the show so special. Fans have been begging us to do a New Girl recap for years, and we finally made a podcast where we answer all your burning questions like, is there really a bear in every episode of New Girl? Plus, each week you'll hear hilarious stories like this. At the end when he says, you got some Schmidt on your face, I feel like I pitched that joke. I believe that. Whoa. I feel like I did. I'm not a thousand percent. I want to say that was, I, I, I tossed that one out. Listen to the Welcome to Our Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Steven, who's giving out life advice. And just a warning on this next one, it's a little heavy and is about abuse. This person writes, My abusive ex-boyfriend died. I have mixed emotions about his death. Part of me feels relief, but at times I feel sad that he is gone. The man was emotionally and physically abusive. I still have scars, but I feel guilty that I couldn't save him. Tell me how I should feel. Well, first of all, I want to say that I'm so sorry for everything you've been through. This sounds like a horrific and traumatizing situation. And I really hope that you are prioritizing your mental health and well-being first and foremost. I also think that there would be a lot of value in discussing this with a therapist if you aren't already doing so, because there's so much here for you to process in terms of abuse, loss, grief, and even those feelings of guilt that you describe. There's so much burden on your shoulders right now. And there's a lot that I can and will say in response to your message, but none of it can stand in for therapy with a professional. But I did want to respond to this message because something really stuck out to me about the way you framed your final question, tell me how I should feel. You describe having these quote unquote mixed feelings, these seemingly conflicting feelings of sadness and then relief. And then there's that question, tell me how I should feel which implies that you're not allowed to feel both of those things and that you need to somehow pick a lane. And I'm just here to tell you, that's not true. The way that you should feel right now is however you feel right now. You can feel sad. You can feel relieved. You can feel angry. You can feel elated. You can feel nothing. All of these emotions and more would be perfectly valid responses to your abuser dying. And they might seem like conflicting emotions, but they're really not. They're all part of the same multi-headed beast that is grief. You know, I feel like in movies and TV, grief is portrayed as like a singular emotion of sadness and hurt and pain. But in real life, grief functions very differently than that. Grief is actually not an emotion. It's an experience. And sometimes it's a really wild bumpy, confusing, unpredictable, inconsistent ride. So what I would encourage you to do is just observe your emotions without judging them or trying to change them. Be a passive observer to your own grief. Talk about what you're feeling, but don't judge what you're feeling. And as I said before, I, I think grief will be the best, safest place for you to do that. And I also do want to flag one thing you said in your DM about how you feel guilty that you couldn't save him. You know, I think guilt can be a really normal part of grief, and I want to allow space for you to feel that. But I would be remiss if I didn't point out to you that your job was never to save this person. And frankly, you never would have been able to save this person. He was abusing you. He was hurting you. 
Your job was to get as far away from him as possible. It sounds like you did that. I'm very glad and grateful that you did. I don't know the circumstances of this ex-boyfriend's death, but I do know it was not your fault. So if there were any feeling or emotion that I would ask you to let go of, it would be that. Yeah, definitely one thing that you said that stuck out to me is like, you definitely don't want to feel bad about your feelings. You don't want to judge them. And I think one of my favorite things that my therapist says is to just be curious about your feelings. Yeah. You know, just if you, if you do want to think about them a little bit, just be like with an open mind. Okay. Why am I feeling that way? Maybe this, maybe that, but no judgment. And then another thing is that healing is not linear and neither is grief. And so if you're fine one day and then two weeks later you feel overwhelming grief again, that's okay. And once again, you do not need to judge yourself. Yeah. And not only is it okay, but it's probably the norm. I would say it would be, it would be much more unusual if you slowly got better and better and better every day without those like dips and roller coaster rides. You know, I mean, then the norm of grief is, is, is a wild, unpredictable ride. Okay. Well, Stephen, our final question is from a woman who needs help with a potential office romance. She writes, so I'm in college and work in an office on campus. And there's this guy that I work with there that I really like. We get along really well and joke and talk a lot when we're both in the office, but I'm still not sure he likes me like I like him. I'm a sophomore and he's a senior, though in age, we're only about a year apart and we're in totally separate majors. So the only time we really see each other is at work. My question is, should I just shoot my shot and ask him out or should I just enjoy the friendship and not try to make something out of it? I've liked him a lot for a while now and I hope I'm not idealizing, but I think we would be really cute and happy together. God, I love it when I get a question where my advice can just be really simple. <laughs> yeah, ask him out. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> ask him out. I understand that asking out a coworker requires a little more tact and care, which I would certainly encourage you to exercise here. But you haven't really mentioned anything that makes me think that asking him out would be a problem. Yes, your coworkers, but it sounds like your peers in the workplace and those on-campus jobs tend to be relatively temporary ones anyway. My advice would be different if one of you was the other's boss. Um, I think that if there's any sort of institutional power imbalance, you should probably avoid dating. And my advice might be different if this job was going to be a huge stepping stone in your career, if this was the place you wanted to spend the next 10 years of your life working. Neither of those things seem to be the case here. So this seems like a pretty low stakes place where you could just Go for it. Worst case scenario, he turns you down and you have to spend the next semester or two maybe dealing with some mild awkwardness or not. But best case scenario, he says yes, and you get to have the cute and happy relationship that you describe in your message. So yeah, shoot your shot. Do it in a way that is respectful and non-aggressive, but do it. And if he says yes, you have to invite me to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, those are the rules. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, Stephen, you know, it's just like dating's risk assessment. And I, I don't think there's too much risk here, to be honest. I remember if, I, if I'm if i going based off my all of my work study jobs in, in college, you know, it's like, yeah, you're working, right? But you also like have to go to class, do all your homework, go hang out with friends. Like there's gonna be minimal time at this job. And so it's just like, yeah, okay, maybe it'll be a little bit awkward, but oh, look how cute it could be. <laughs> I know. And I love this DM just made me happy because I feel I feel like I get a vibe from the message that he's going to say yes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to hedge on that because I, I don't know for sure. But I have a feeling that that the writer's instinct that they have a spark is a, is a correct instinct based on the way she describes it. And I, I, I want to give that a chance personally. Mm. 
write back and tell me if you ask him out and tell me what he says and tell me everything. Yes, please do. I want to know too. And I'm going to be Steven's plus one to the wedding. <laughs> yes, deal. Casey's my plus one. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, Steven, thank you so much for giving us your thoughtful advice. Please, the pleasure is all mine. Everyone, you can DM me on Instagram at StevenLC. That's Steven with a PH. I'll try to solve as many of your problems as I can. (laughs) That's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday. And remember, can someone please buy me the $290 baby beanie? (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy it for you, Casey. (laughs) BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bowser, Frank Capello, and Jess Goodwin. Special thanks to Erica Nedanine and Samantha Hennig. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Peacock streaming new movies every week at PeacockTV.com. We'll have the biggest movies from the Twilight Saga to Selma and Bad Boys 1 and 2. Bad Boys for life. All your favorite movies like Die Hard, The Matrix Trilogy, and Good Will Hunting. That's the good stuff. Plus, movies the whole family will love. How to Train Your Dragon, the Harry Potter film series, Brilliant. and Shrek 1 and 2. It's so good to be home. With tons of blockbuster hits, you can't not watch. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our heart radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 